one. We are live. What's happening, everybody? Happy Sunday. Welcome to today's episode of Bobby for Real. Like always, we have a very, very special guest. I see you guys coming in. I know you're excited. We got a good one for you this week. We have Hannah Roloffs. We just had Corey Funk two weeks ago. Now we have his lady, Hannah Roloffs, or as you could say, Hannah's man. Because Hannah is large and in charge and she's ready to go, guys. We are so excited. Um, This should be really, really fun. Hannah is the creative director at the Funk Bros. She also does a little bit of her own social media influencing. Has been garnering a large audience on TikTok, Instagram, and various other social media platforms. I'm here today. I got my Cowboy Bebop poster, like always. And I got my... What's this? Venmo? What? Bobby, what are you doing? You, you trying to highway robbery us right now? No, no. Yes, give me all your money. I'm just kidding. But a lot of you guys have been DMing me asking me, hey, how can we support the show? Like, can I donate to you somehow? I know like TikTok lives, you can donate. Um, and I just thought maybe I'd just throw up my Venmo. I know it's backwards. I promise this isn't Russian. <laughs> but if you can read Russian, maybe you can understand it. But yeah, it's backwards. So hopefully you guys can read it. It is Bobby Ulrich, just my name. If you guys want to leave a little uh, donation to uh, support the show, that'd be so good. I know you guys really like it. And uh, if you guys do, it's kind of small, but I say I'll give you a personal shout out at the end of this live stream and I'll DM you and have a little conversation. Maybe you can ask me a couple questions, request a guest. So yeah, if you guys want to reach out and donate, that'd be really appreciative. Bobby Ulrich, you guys don't have to if you don't want to. I just thought I'd throw it up because some people have been asking about it. But without further ado, this is going to be... Such a good episode. We are going to get Hannah in here right now. She should be hopping in. I know you guys, this is highly, highly anticipated. And here we go. Please welcome the one and only, the greatest, the GOAT, as I like to call her, the visionary, Hannah Roloffs. Hello. <laughs> What's going on, Hannah? How you doing? Hi, Bobby. I miss you. <laughs> I miss you too. Happy Sunday. Happy Thanksgiving weekend. I know, right? Are you in Kansas right now? No, I'm in LA. Oh, okay. Did you go back at all? No, I didn't. Oh. Just with COVID, I usually go yeah. to my grandparents in San Francisco, but I just oh, okay. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so did you do the old FaceTime Thanksgiving? Yeah, basically with my parents. <laughs> but wow, thankfully, awesome. I'm going to do Christmas with them, so. Okay, that's perfect. Christmas is yeah. way better than Thanksgiving anyways. I know, right? <laughs> I, uh, October, no, November 1st, I woke up singing Christmas songs anyway. So. Oh, I've been singing Christmas since, like, July. It's <laughs> always Christmas for me. Exactly. Uh, so, how does a girl from Kansas, a, a smart, intelligent, ambitious woman, Make it out to LA and start working for a top tier YouTube channel and making this dynasty of media. Tell me, oh my god, how does this happen? Well, it doesn't happen overnight. Let me tell you that. (laughs) (laughs) It's pretty crazy. I don't know. It's been like a whole process. Like, I mean, well, I'm actually from Nebraska, lol. But same thing. I see Kansas. I'm so yeah. Everyone says Kansas is pretty funny. It's hard. It's like I feel like those are easily mixed up for some reason. No, everyone says everyone says that. But um Nebraska I know. No growing up in Nebraska, I like always knew that there was more for me. Just cause like I felt like everything I did there, I kind of like maxed my potential. Like because I was at the time I was heavily involved in fashion actually, which is like to me, fashion and entertainment, like YouTube go pretty hand in hand because there's like really? a really heavy 
there's a heavy presence of like fashion influencers and like YouTubers. So that's like actually originally how I got into YouTube. Um, wow. What kind of people yeah. would you watch? Would you watch certain people or just like mainly fashion stuff on YouTube? More like fashion stuff on YouTube. Like honestly, if you yeah. watch like Vogue and like that's how like more magazines and yeah. stuff, they have really cool like behind the scenes of high fashion. And then yeah. um, some of like some of my girlfriends I knew did YouTube just like outfit reveals and hauls and like all uh -huh. of these things, which is really popular like like videos in the fashion world or whatever. Yeah. Um, and so when I was kind of like looking for what to do next after Nebraska, I was like, hmm, like if I'm going to do fashion, like I'm going to go for it. Like I'm not going to just like sure. move to my local university and do like fashion at my local university. Um, like right after I graduated, I went to London and studied fashion in the summer. Wow. At, like it's actually the top school in the world, like for fashion. What's it called? University. Central St. Martin's. Oh, okay. So you lived, I didn't even know that you lived in London. Yeah, just for a summer. Wow. Like, how was that? So insane. Is, it was is like, the fashion, first... like, world different. Oh, wait. First of all, before I ask you that, when I think of like, when you say like being interested in fashion, like, obviously, you know, I know a lot about fashion. Of course. Oh, yeah. Literally. <laughs> but like, I don't know anything about fashion. Um, when I think about fashion, I think of like the runway, like, where, like, where does the interest spark? Like, where do you like even start to become interested? Is it like you see those? Those runway things with like the girl with the giant like yeah you're like or is it more like just like the like the cool like influencer wearing something or like the celebrity just like how how do you even get into that? Um, honestly, I don't know. For me, I was always interested in like runway stuff because back in the day, I did like runway modeling a little bit. Oh wow! Um, yeah, just for like local fashion weeks in the Midwest. But um, I'd say like I don't know. To be honest, like in the Midwest, fashion is way different from like. When I went to London and studied, like it's so, the fashion there's so different. Like, yeah, it's all about like vintage and like thrifted, and like they have a really good scene for that. And then after London, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm either going to LA or New York, like one of the two. Yeah. And my family's from California, like from the Bay Area, and so I was like, okay, like I'm just a California girl at heart. Like I had <laughs> to go to California, um, and so. But when I came out to LA, I just realized like how different the industry is here too than like it is in London yeah. compared to like the Midwest. So I've kind of seen it all, but. Um, yeah, that's actually super interesting. Like how do you see like the difference between going from Nebraska to like London to California or like New York? Like what dictates like what's in fashion? Is it like regional or is it more universal? Or like how do they determine that? Because obviously I think almost everyone has some kind of like more some people have a higher sense of it than others but some people people can mostly have like a sense for like oh that looks good that, that looks bad where do you think that comes from or is that like what makes Honestly, it really interesting too yeah it's kind of ironic so the cycle is really interesting so like obviously like kind of what people see as defining like the trends for that year is mm -hmm. um like the big runway shows they have for all the high-end designer brands but what's interesting is they have like trend forecasters which is an actual person's job where they will go like research so say they're trying to plan like a 2021 collection mm -hmm. in 2020 they'll be like researching what everyone's wearing this year like it's it's not only like one year before but so this like trend forecaster will go to festivals concerts like 
gatherings like all of these things to see just like people watch and see what they're wearing so it's almost wow. like on the streets decide what the fashion is gonna be wow i had no idea that that's how it was yeah but so it's kind of cool but then there's also like all the run whatever they decide to put on the runway and everything yeah. like the artistic vision of pierre in literally <laughs> That's cool. Okay, so so you were a California girl. You decided to head out there. Um, tell us about like when you made it to LA. Like, it's it's kind of. I think a lot of people, besides like Drew and um, Casey, a lot of people I met like within the industry, we've all kind of been in California like our whole lives, or people yeah. in New York. So it's not like too crazy. It kind of like oh, like I'm going to California. It's like a big deal to like go out like to all your friends and everything because it just feels so normal for like us. But like, what's That's that kind of experience like? Literally telling someone yesterday who like lived who's always lived here, I was like, the the like I can't explain to you like the difference of like me being like a twelve year old girl in the Midwest, like only going to California for vacation and like dreaming of living here compared to someone who like has always known it, always known living here and like yeah. not special. I don't want to say it's not special, but like it's not it, Take it, it for granted. Same excitement. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that almost gave me an edge, like my grandpa always said, like, because I have always wanted it so bad, like it give it's almost given me an edge compared to like other people who are who don't like, almost realize the opportunity, opportunity they have right in front of them, you know? Yeah, for sure. So yeah, so it was really cool. I moved out here when I was like 18, got my own apartment, like went to a fashion school. Um for like two years, I did that. And then when I was at FITM, which is like my, the Fashion Institute, that's like when I got introduced to like the whole influencer world, like social media, YouTube. Yeah. Cause like a lot of the people we were working with at school were, were in that. Like, so like, for example, like James Charles, he's obviously everyone knows who James Charles is, but he does a lot of collabs with FITM. And so like we were able to work with him Wow. Like a couple times because um, I was like on the social media team. Yeah, my, for sure. So the world used a lot. Yeah. I had a friend that went there. I remember she said like Amanda Bynes was like in one of her classes and stuff. Like, yeah, I know. <laughs> literally. You, like, so what's that like sitting. being there, like being from like where you were and then like being in like a class, like seeing all these people that you do is just like, what is going on? Yeah, it's honestly weird. Like when I first moved to LA, I remember when I first saw everyone like, Oh, yeah, someone said Jane the Virgin. Yeah, I've been on set for Jane the Virgin. Like, oh, a ton of things I've I've done have come through school. But what was I saying? Oh, I was saying, like, seeing all these people. Like, when I first saw Justin Bieber, I was, like, freaking out. I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, my first, like, I don't know, childhood crush. But now it's like, <laughs> if I ever run into him, like, or see him okay. somewhere, I'm like, oh, like, I'm, it's been, like, three years now of that. So now I'm, like... Mm. a little bit chill more chill about it but like, oh my god Hannah it's Mola? still no so way. weird <laughs> <laughs> wow yeah okay. so you but... go there and then so you're, you're mixing the worlds more of like influencing and, and, and fashion are you kind of dabbling both and then just like it's kind of just a natural progression of getting into that world like being where you were yeah so like the thing is crazy is like I never even I don't want to say like I never even like wanted this but it, it wasn't like a or like a goal of mine to like be involved in social media yeah. it just was fun for me like I love I used to love filming like filming traveling or, like videos trips with my friends we would literally to for fun would like do a Saturday adventure and film the whole day and I'd make like a video it's like uh -huh. 
all the videos on my, I have like five videos on my YouTube, but like that's like from five years ago. That's like what they are. <laughs> Everybody but, go look right now. I know. Oh gosh, no. <laughs> but um, oh, uh, well, I forgot what I was saying about that. Oh, like so we had all kind of slowly progressed. So then, yeah. like when I would like after like I don't even know through school there was like a ton of opportunities of like meeting these different beauty influencers like Nikita Dragon like all the like all the fashion beauty influencers mm -hmm. um and so that kind of like just kept pushing me in the direction where I was like studying fashion which I enjoyed but then my all my like weekend experiences like in the influencer world so I was like I kind of actually enjoy this, like, social media more than I do, like, studying fat, like, business and fashion. Wow. Um, so it's kind of crazy. So my first ever couple jobs in L.A. were working, like, for some of, I don't know, everyone knows, like, Lucky Brand. Like, I was working in their headquarters and Nordstrom headquarters and, like, for all these, like, bigger fashion brands. And then... Um, what was it like working there? It's interesting. It's like, it's cool to see all the behind the scenes of like these huge corporations I've yeah. always talked from. Yeah, for so, sure. Yeah, so that's cool. And like, Did I you get any like insights to any of like the creative um, aspects of like fashion or is it more like just kind of like the corporate like machine type thing? Or um, do you get to be I like, like within like the, like the creative process? Because it's not like working at a retail where just like hustling and stuff, but you're at like the upper levels. Is it like, pretty cool to be sitting into those kind of meetings and whatnot oh yeah oh it's so cool oh, wow. and like cool because like just to see also what I learned a lot was like how they had this headquarters that literally like produced stores worldwide if that makes sense so like they had like yeah. a main showroom at the at the headquarters that would like uh be like the style they'd they'd, they'd uh merchandise the whole showroom and then send photos out to every store worldwide oh, wow. so like i was involved in the creative process of like merchandising the wow, store so it was just cool because i would be like mom like this store in nebraska i helped with that you know and like that's crazy that. but wow. um so i did that for a couple years and then i got I got an opportunity to work at like a PR agency, which mm -hmm. is like kind of like a step beyond working in actually in fashion. So I worked at a PR agency who worked with all, again, all beauty and makeup, but it was really cool. Cause I was like, obviously on social media, everyone sees like influencer influencers posting like these uh, PR packages, you know, like, yeah. Oh, like, thank you so much. So-and-so for sending this or whatever. So I worked in a showroom, like, sending out these PR packages to, like, all my favorite influencers at the time. And I was like, this is so crazy. Like, I'm packaging, like, these packages for, like, my favorite influencers. Wow. That was kind of, like, my first interest and like, experience kind of being involved with, like, these types of, like, influencers. Yeah. And from there... And I'll, like, tumbleweeds into each other. Like, this is literally why I'm, like, I didn't choose this. Like, it just, like, happened. Like, I don't even know how to describe it. Like, Yeah, it's just I, one thing after another. Yeah, I would literally just pray. I'm, like, just take me in the right direction of where I need to go. And then, yeah. like, one door would close at a timely, like, a perfect time. And then the next door would open, you know. So, yeah. after were, you I, more, were you more excited that, like, things would go at, like, those, like, quick, like, 180-degree angle? Or was it, like, nerve-wracking? Nerve or, like, how did you – because the, the thing about me is, like, a lot of things I can do, I have 
um, my house in California, like an hour away, like it's always like a safe haven, but you're far away. You're like doing things on your own. You don't know what to expect. Is there some excitement to that? Some nervousness or how, how, how do you like get through those certain situations? Oh my gosh. I don't even know. It's crazy. <laughs> Luckily I've built like such a great support system here. Like with my roommates I've met through college and like my church I'm involved in. I, yeah. I have a good outlet of people to go talk to and like For help sure kind of like these crazy transitions yeah but the thing that's weird is like whenever i'm in la like things go so fast that like <laughs> i realize like what's going on yeah i go back to nebraska it's like things are so slow there that i i like want to sleep and i get so tired because like <laughs> everything i've done for the past three months catches up with me and i'm like laying on the couch and i'm like oh my gosh why like, do you why do you think that is like why do you why do you think that it almost seems like time is going faster do you have any like i don't know there's almost like a pressure out here to like that's a whole nother conversation but like the hustle culture mm -hmm. of like always needing to like do something or starting your own business or like yeah. doing the next thing like making enough money like working hard on social media like it's really awesome but there's it's also like very tiring but like in order to keep up you have to keep going yeah like, for sure yeah so the culture is a little bit different like in in uh california than it is to nebraska it's yeah, kind sure. of way slower there so so know. yeah that's that's really interesting especially since the perspective that you have like being able to like bounce back and forth um, yeah, it's probably why a lot of people out here are not as like happy probably as much other people. True. But it, it's good to have those support systems and everything to help have that balance. And plus, yeah. like naturally personable, likable person, so it probably helps out a lot as well. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so then you're sending out these these um, packages to the influencers. You were saying what what happened after that? Oh yeah, okay. So it, the whole it's just so weird. So um, simultaneous with this, so so then two things kind of happen at the same time. Hi to everyone that's saying hi, by the way. I love you all. <laughs> Hannah's, got the, Hannah's got the fans. Those Hannah fan <laughs> Oh, yeah. If you guys want to ask Hannah some questions, I'll ask her some at the end that you guys asked. So fill up the question box. Love. Nice. Um, so I hope, have you heard of the YouTuber's Yes Theory? Yeah, I have. So um, on my side, like in my free time, I love traveling. I love adventure. Like, so I love that everything that the Yes like of what the yes theory boys stand for they're all about like getting out of your comfort zone and meeting new people and like pushing yourself and traveling for sure oh like my roommates and i all were just like loving their videos and style of content did you um, did you travel or do anything out of your comfort zone because of those i mean crazy? i don't know the thing that's crazy is like i've always done that so like mm. i don't know if it's because of them so you can more but, just relate to them yeah it's more okay. like Oh my gosh, I'm really curious to see like what they do because it, yeah. it's it's something I would do. Sure. Um, but so randomly they posted that they were gonna do like an they wanted to host like an LA meetup with everyone. Oh, okay, wow. Um, and so we did like this whole LA meetup in like January of 20, like last year, way last year, almost two years ago. Um, so like when we did that, I got to meet like of new friends who were involved in yes theory and had the same values as me um and so uh i got to meet all the yes theory guys and their editors and their filmers and like so cool. It was so cool and i was like dude this is so dope that they get to do this. like they they basically like live their passion and 
fulfillment and like be surrounded by these amazing people all day. I was like, this is so cool. Um, so, but what's really cool about that is like everyone who I got to meet through meeting you guys, like changed my life because I met, that's how I met Charlie. Oh, okay. Oh, that's how you and Charlie met. Yeah. So Charlie wow. and I, yes, theory guys. Um, and like that similar interest. And so I was friends with Charlie for like about a year, just like way pre funk bros. Mm -hmm. Um, and so that was, we started hanging out with like the yes theory guys, like they would have like filming nights. We didn't like actually hang out, but we, we went to like whenever they were going to host like a filming in Venice. Yeah. And then like Charlie and I and our friend group started hanging out just like on the side, just like on weekends or whatever. Um, and so simultaneous to that, I got a new job at like a social media marketing agency. So we oh, did. Oh boy, how was that? I did one of those. I did not like it's it. Oh, so interesting. Cause it's like, I transitioned. It's like a very slow transition from like fashion to like PR. So it's like fashion, but mm -hmm. now it's starting to be like business and social media. And then this is like my full jump to like social media stuff. And so that job was really cool because I was learn I was working with like Disney and like uh, Victoria's Secret and like all these big brands working with wanting to do like influencer programs. Mm -hmm. And so the thing this is so ironic because like I actually had never heard of the Funk Bros. And then our agency was looking into doing a brand deal with the Funk Bros. Oh wow! So I was like, oh my gosh! So I had to like look through all their videos and stuff to like see to pitch them for like a brand deal, which is wow. crazy. Did you, but say, I, did you have to do it or? Oh, well, no, we didn't end up working oh. with them because we just sent like a whole like influencer list to the brand. Oh, okay. But, um, Were you like, oh man, this Corey guy is pretty cute. Oh my God. <laughs> That's a whole other story. Literally. Yeah, we'll get into that. We'll get into that. <laughs> um, But... Sorry, the story's taking forever, but it's like no, it's well, fine. This is I, I don't know. Like, damn it, we were together all the time. I don't know a lot of stuff about you. What, I what? know <laughs> your life is so incredible. Oh stop. Um, but what was I saying from there? Oh my gosh, what was it? So you were at the social media marketing. Course. Oh yeah, yeah. So crazy. Okay, so fast. I'm gonna just fast forward through all that, but that's how I got introduced to the Funk Bros. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> did you like working there, by the way? Because I worked at a place like that. I did not like it at all. I I loved the people. Not to throw I, shade at anyone. <laughs> I know, right? No, I loved the people I worked for, and I mm -hmm. liked like learning about all of that. But I I was not made for like a sitting in a, in an office. Yeah. Like that's how I felt about it. Literally staring at a screen for so long. I I was like I invested in blue light glasses, like <laughs> coffee, like all day. Like that's how I got addicted to coffee, yeah. but. You know, you know, your life isn't going the way you want when you're when you're heavily looking into blue light glasses. No, day. literally. When, you, when you're like, ooh, these blue light glasses look nice. I like that's what was getting me excited. I'd be like, my new <laughs> light glasses got in. Yes, like. that's so funny. That is, yeah, that is definitely uh, not a good thing to be uh, pumped about. Ah, uh, I know. Okay, so. But long story yeah. short. So I was still hanging out with Charlie during this time, by the way. Mm -hmm. So then, um, so. Did you have any interactions with Oh, Cameron so then, what? Did you have any interactions with Cameron and Corey, like through the friendship of Charlie before? No. You... Oh, okay. Yeah, because Charlie moved. Um, so I hung out with Charlie for like six months until he actually moved into the Funk Bros house. Gotcha. So like when he moved, which I think was in like June or something, 
was when I, because he moved like what, two and a half, two hours south of LA at that time. Yeah. And so it was like, I didn't get to see him very much. Gotcha. And you so, said you had, you had watched the Funk Bro stuff for, for research before, right? Yeah. What, what, like, what were your impressions of him at the time? It's just funny because now you're like running everything. Like, what did you, what I did know, you think? That is so weird. I don't know. I didn't like fully watch their content. I was more like analyzing their analytics and like, oh, okay, okay. Uh, yeah. But I mean, they seemed really interesting. Right. Uh, okay. <laughs> they were great. <laughs> literally, they were great. <laughs> right, so this is like how crazy life is and like how it goes in like a full circle. Because, mm -hmm. um, because, uh, oh, okay. So the agency I was working for, like, I'll just shorten the story, but basically they ended up like transitioning the agency. So like everyone on my side lost their jobs. Uh. And so I was like out of a job for literally one week, crazy. But <laughs> at, during that time, I was like just hanging out. My friend was in town, so I was hanging out with some friends in Venice. I hadn't, because Charlie was living with the Funk Bros. I hadn't seen Charlie in like probably three months over the summer because he was working all the time. Yeah. And, and I'm in Venice, and Charlie's in Venice at the same time. Wow. Each other. And Charlie's like, oh my gosh, what's up? Like, how have you been? Da, 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 da. And we catch up and Charlie's like, the Funk Bros are looking for like a creative director. I think you'd be great at it. Wow. And I like, he didn't even know I lost my job. Like he literally just was like, you'd be so good at it. I was like, wait, what? Like, that's so crazy. And so, that's insane. I know. I didn't think too much of it because I was like, I don't want to get my hopes up. Like mm -hmm. that literally would just be a blessing. But then, the, then it was crazy because he, like, followed up with me, and um, we did, like, a little phone interview, and then he had me out to the house, like, two, three days later, and they, like, practically, like, offered me, like, a trial run on, on the spot, so. It Shout was out Charlie. I know. Literally, Charlie's, like, my lifesaver. <laughs> wow, that's insane. So, what's it like when, like, what's it like interviewing for that kind of job where you like, how much different is that kind of job that you were preparing to have toward what you had done before? Or did you feel like you were confident that your skills could transition over? Oh, yeah. The thing that's, like, I was almost over-prepared with my past experience to come to the boys, like, the funk bros. Because, yeah. like, I was working in, like, very professional environments where, like, yeah. did had to get, like, approved by, like, my, my overseers or, like, boss. And I, I like have been really into design. So like any presentation we had, we we were presenting to like the like huge people at Disney. Like we had to do really well. And so like any presentation I make, I'd go over the top and like design it amazing. Yeah. So it's funny now. Like whenever I'm with the Funk Bros, I like will make like this beautiful like presentation, and then they're like, "Good job." And I'm like, "You need to appreciate this." <laughs> <laughs> You just walk in like oh, so, that's so funny. Oh crap, that's so funny because like um, <laughs> one of like the second days I started working for Cambridge, he's just like, oh yeah, can you handle this like brand deal meeting for me and just try to knock down the percentages? And I was just like, what? Just, like, like, literally so what? Yeah, he's yeah. like, yeah, we'll just see how it goes. I know, right? That's crazy. Yeah. So, so what was it like when when you first started working for them? Was it did you just start to grow to like love the thing more or like did we're just learning a lot or like how did you learn like first starting out yeah i mean it's just crazy how far we've come even in a year because like for sure I the it feels like way more i know literally you've been it's there longer just, than me 
Yeah, it's literally, I don't know, quarantine feels like it's been like three years, but um, it's been crazy just to see, like, obviously before I even came on the team, like, the Funk Bros have been doing this themselves for like five years, which is like amazing. But I'm so thankful now, like, for where we've gotten because like the boys are like totally have spread their wings. Like, I mean, they have like Capron Channel, Corey Channel, Funk yeah. Bros, now Capron Rydell, like all of Capron's game, you know? All of that, and it's, like, without, like, having me come on the team and then being able to, like, grow from there, like, they probably wouldn't have had time for that. Yeah. So, like, I mean, I'm just glad, like, I was able – I'm able to, like, think how they do now, which is kind of – For sure. It's so cool that, like, something that I think – why I think, like, you're so amazing, why I always call you the GOAT, uh, (laughs) is because, like, you were really able to – take the the fun, loving, passionate, amazing thing that they had created and fuse the sort of business aspect of it, but not intruding on the way they want to live and the way that they need yeah. to work. And, and you still balance it all the time. It, it, granted, the bigger we've been getting, the harder it's been kind of <laughs> harder to do. But really? it's so amazing, like, how you've been able to structure it in certain ways. Like, I don't – I mean, I don't know if there's other YouTube businesses like that. It's, it's really interesting to see how it is because it's really mm-hmm. – it's not it's nothing like how like a, a, like a traditional business but it has so many uh sparks of that within it and it, it just can help function the way they've been already running things and being successful at so it's so interesting to see and it's it's really cool but it's yeah. cool to be able to see you like implement that in in, in your own way well thanks uh, it's fun being a part of the process i'm <laughs> yeah. to see what happens so cool so when so what did you think about Corey when you first started working for him? like was that an initial like i mean you know i was gonna ask but, no, uh, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> like, what, like, were you like, oh, like, wait, wait, did you have any, like, crushes at first or anything? Or was it both, like, were you, like how, because I know, like, in a traditional business setting, it's, you know, you got to keep it professional. So oh, yeah. it, were you kind of in that mindset or did it slow down over time? Or, like, what, what was that all about? Yeah, I mean, the thing that's so, it's just fun. The whole story is just, like, it could be a forever story, like, a really long story, too, but. Um, <laughs> oh, but, trust me, the people on here will want the details. Oh, yeah, they you guys want the want details. This juice, don't you? <laughs> yeah. I, I need spit, the content. Like, my first comeback video on YouTube is going to be, like, sp- spilling all the beans or something. <laughs> okay, yeah, don't give too much. I don't want to take No, I'm just kidding. Um. Okay. So basically, when like when I first started, like I had was like full business, like because Capron actually told me it's pretty funny, but Capron like way back in the day, like a year ago, was like when I first started, he said that I was off limits because like the whole I was the only girl at that time, like in the whole house. It was like wow. like barely anyone had girlfriends. I think it was just Corey and, Corey and Capron had girlfriends at the time, so it was like. Capron made like a rule that like none of us could like talk or like date or whatever and so uh from that I was like oh whatever like I don't like I don't even care so I would just go to work like and I had a ton of friends in LA like I just graduated college so like I was still keeping up with all my college friends in LA and like I had like my friends from the yes theory so like honestly whenever I was done working I would just like go home and hang out with all my friends and then like fast forward till Jan to January, um, it's kind of when I started to get to know like Drew and Chelsea and Case better because uh, I don't even know why, but like uh, Drew like initially invited me to go to church home with them. Oh, cool! And so yeah, so then in January we started going to church home and like 
to out to dinner every week together. So it was just like me, Chels, Drew, like sometimes like Nick and Case and like whatever. So that's kind of when I first started hanging out with like the whole group outside yeah. work. Cause yeah. I had like set that boundary up for myself. For sure, like I did too. Like at first I was just kind of like going home, like yeah. getting invited to things, but it's like weird to like go in from because, like, the, most of the people there, like, they haven't been in that kind of situation. So it's, like, so weird to to kind of, like, fuse those worlds. So that's really interesting. I know. And, like, the other thing is, like, they all have been friends for so, like, so long. So mm -hmm. I didn't want to, like, invite myself into that. Like Exactly. But I talked to Capron about this. But, like, it's cool because he would say, like, it's almost like they invited me into it rather than, like, like, mm -hmm. like inviting myself. So uh, kind of so fast forward, that's, like, when I started hanging out i would i would stay over at chelsea's house like in the like on during the week and whatever um and then that is like whenever we did that for a couple months and i got to know them really well and then co that's when covid hit so um i like i don't even know for like a month and a half maybe i actually worked from la so i didn't even go into the boys house just because like that was when like the whole freaking world was shut down so like yeah. no one anywhere um but obviously we kept working remotely and so Corey and i um we were, we're both on like the creative team because caprin had like given Corey full reins of creative for funk bros so um Corey and i started working like really closely together because i yeah. do all of that type like of the stuff. meetings like, you guys have now yeah, I, yeah, I, like, yeah. run all of the meetings, I organize, I, like, make everything, like, kind of do all of that, and so Corey and I, like, almost every day would do, like, FaceTime calls to, like, catch up on, like, ideas and, like, talk yeah. about videos, and then, and so I was, like, I didn't even have feelings for him even then at all. I almost was, like, this kid, like, keeps calling me. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh so God. funny. Yeah, but so then I, for a while, I went back to Nebraska for like a week maybe um, or two during during that same time. And so I was working from home. And I specifically remember like this first time when Corey, like we never ever talked about like anything personal. It was always like just mm -hmm. work. And I remember Corey was like, oh, show me like your house and your dog and like your parents. Like, let me meet your parents. And I was like what like <laughs> what like what was it like did you have to flip a switch there from like business to like personal or yeah well like i mean it was we're pretty chill like so yeah. I was, it was cool like and fun to have him meet like my parents and stuff but i was yeah. like like he's i just remember like thinking that was kind of like sweet of him to like yeah, ask for sure um and had so he, like, had he like flirted or like had given any hints prior to that or was he pretty because you know Corey Capron they're pretty open and honest they are that's probably really like I wouldn't say like there's like a running joke I and Corey can tell you this whole story himself too it's really funny but we went out to like this like restaurant um uh, like pre-COVID when everything was open and so it was like our whole group like Corey was there like Corey was single and like he had never seen me like outside of work hours oh, wow. and like when I work I literally like wear sweatshirts and, and sweatpants and like jeans yeah. like I don't try because like if I get ready anyways like 
it's I just get messy. Like, yeah, so you could no be point. you could be underneath the house. No, literally. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so like that know. was Corey's first ever time, um, like seeing me like dressed up or like ever mm -hmm. like done up. Oh, nice. And so I I remember like someone made a comment like oh Hannah you look so good or whatever and Corey was like you can't say that because she's my assistant or, like, oh like he was like saying something like that like oh you can't talk to her like that she's mine <laughs> or like I was like tea but it was like we were all, it was all super lighthearted and like funny but yeah I, yeah, yeah. I, I but thought it was like joking I didn't know for sure for sure that's sly dog <laughs> I know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So, so that he was, uh, you FaceTiming him, like, that was, like, the first time you're kind of like, oh, break the... Yeah, and so then I'll just shorten the story from here, but that was, like, all the, like, beginning, like, oh, this is interesting, like, mm -hmm. I don't know. Um, so then to shorten the story, uh, it was, like, probably starting to be, like, May or something, and so it was when COVID was, like, kind of getting a little bit, like, you a little bit looser, mm -hmm. so they said that I could come back to work. But um, I was, like, going to go down there for a week period at a time so that, like, I wasn't traveling too much, you know? Yeah. So uh, I was staying down at Chelsea's house for, like, a, a whole week straight. Um, and then – and so then because I was there all the time, that's, like, when I really got to, like – kind of know him like outside of work yeah because like I was there in the evenings and when everyone was hanging out and like we'd go watch the sunset and like make dinner and like da 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 so it's like I like we weren't just talking about like video ideas or like how to like mm. get to like how to make a video better you know we were talking about like actually life and like his interests and whatever for sure and um there's like one specific time where like my car was having problems and obviously Corey's like a total car guy yeah. so he was like working on my car late at night and then whenever he said whenever he like fixed it and I went back to Chelsea's, Chelsea's house uh that's when I remember being like oh that was really nice of him like to to do that for me and I was like, he seems really, like a really nice guy. And that's kind of when I was like, oh, shoot, like, I shouldn't, like, I don't know why I'm feeling this way. <laughs> so then, like, long story short, like, he told me that, like, he was feeling the same way. Oh, that's Just because, cool. like, he, that, I, since I was over there so much, too, like, he got to see, like, the more adventurous side of me. Because, like, <laughs> usually when I'm working, I, I'm not, like I don't want to say I'm like not that involved in videos but I'm only able to like actually be around when they're filming a little bit yeah you're so busy and, yeah and so uh during that time I was able to like be out like hanging out and like playing around with them more so like that's when he kind of said like he got to see me like more in like my actual like like personality too yeah so yeah, that's, like, one good thing that that's came That's so cool, and the rest is history, as they say. The rest is history. <laughs> wow, that's really cool. And I feel like, I mean, I don't know exactly, but um, I feel like it's been, it's been nothing but to help even, like, your guys' professional relationship almost. Too, yeah. You can, like, I think that's another reason why, like, I become really good friends with Caprin. It's almost like if you're, like, closer to the person as well, it's, like, easier to help manage and like guide them within like what you're trying to achieve every day. And like, even you and Corey on like another aspect, I think you have like a good, um, good like handle on like his emotions and how he feels because part of the job like has dictates how, like that part of like who they are so much. Yeah. So do you think that it helped like, like obviously that wasn't like why you like got in the relationship or anything, but has that been like a big 
positive thing, like even with how you work together? Because some people would be like, oh, you don't want to like work with your significant other, but I've only seen nothing but positivity with it. Yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> I think it helps. Like, obviously there's good and bad, but like what is helpful is like now I know him really well. And so like I know like when I need to be like or remind him about something or like I need to like push a meeting back or something because he has something else going on or like I like I just know more about him so that like I feel like the flow is just better like if like there's anything that feels off or like his vibes off like I on like on camera I like can go help him and like talk Mm -hmm. to him and be like dude what's going on like yeah oh you know how can we make you feel better or whatever for sure so that's really good how do you feel about having like a super public publicly known relationship I think that's really interesting because I doubt you've I mean I don't know but I don't know if you've ever dated someone probably with this type of social status that Corey has had and it's cool that you guys organically like were able to meet each other and like really like fall for each other so what's it like having like everything out there like has that as something you've ever experienced before like what what, so weird (laughs) yeah what is what is it like like so many people's videos are like Corey and Hannah, Corey and Hannah, like, what's that like? Like, is it is it annoying? Is it kind of funny? Like, you just kind of blow it off or it just comes with the relationship? Or how do you feel about that? It's kind of crazy. Like, in the beginning, it was super weird for me because yeah, I, bet. I, like, I'm never, the thing, like, that's weird is, like, I never really, like, talked to my parents that much about, like, my, like, personal, like, relationships mm. or whatever. And so the thing Corey's very open about all of that obviously (laughs) and so like what was weird was like he was posting stuff about us like on his YouTube channel and then like I always had to like call my parents and tell them about it before they would see it on on, like a YouTube title you know yeah otherwise I'd be like Hannah like what's this I'm like oh my gosh but (laughs) so that was weird and then I'd say like also it was hard because like before we were dating everyone like officially everyone kind of had already decided that like I don't want to say decided but like like we were already known as like a couple yeah and so it was kind it was of like hard. a joke almost having fun yeah so yeah. it was kind of hard to like not date if that makes sense too because because it was I don't know because there was like almost so much pressure like I don't know how to describe that that feeling but like so many people were talking about it that it would have been like weird to be like actually no like yeah we don't like each other i don't know but it's, so you're saying it's like a good thing that you actually did like each other because it was yeah like, i know because that would have been weird yeah yeah sure. are there yeah, any like certain mean. times like you like what have you guys said it like set like certain boundaries for like things that like can be said or like shown or like how do you guys like work that kind of stuff out i'm just really interested in like how oh, oh yeah like, how we set boundaries yeah yeah for I like mean, your relationship and stuff because obviously you want to be able to like show it's part of like what you guys have become like a like a public figures and whatnot but um how do you like maintain like the intimacy and like the private some privacy that you you would need in a relationship yeah i mean i'd say that Corey's really good at that like mm-hmm. everything he films it's always like raw and first time like he doesn't like to refilm anything like if he misses someone's initial reaction like he doesn't restage it yeah and so, like he's really good at like knowing when to like pick the camera up and then when it's just like our time to like gotcha. hang out and so we kind of like have set i don't want to say like set that boundary but it's been like unspoken that like mm-hmm when we're hanging out during the day or like work hours like it doesn't matter like whatever we film because like it's all like fair game yeah but usually in the evenings unless we like specifically plan like a 
a video together it's usually just like every like all cameras are off gotcha. like hang out yeah um, and who knows the relationship probably couldn't have been as good as it was if it had been like a constant thing but the fact that he's like you know you guys both have that mutual respect and like understanding it probably makes it even even easier yeah it really does yeah. and i was gonna say something funny like um just adding on to like your thought like what it's like to be like dating publicly or whatever yeah. Um, I saw like a comment on one of my Instagram posts where someone was like, oh, you never post about Corey or whatever. And I just I, like, thought it was interesting because it's like, yeah, I, I'm not like obligated to post about him, if that makes mm -hmm. sense. Because like, we I know where we are together. Yeah. And so it's like, it was just interesting to like see someone comment that. That is weird. It's yeah. weird that like people almost dictate the health of their relationship or the happiness of their relationship through their social media presence yeah and I, th I think I that could be, yeah oh I'm sorry I was gonna say like I know couples that like almost overcompensate exactly they kind of like make it seem like their their relationship is really good yeah. um and so it's like I would way rather like have a really strong relationship with Corey like off camera and For then sure. like whenever there's really beautiful or sweet moments like i'll pick up my phone and like take photos but yeah. i like to be like more present for sure so, unless i remember I, I knew a couple when i was in college one of my good friends he had a girlfriend and you would think by their posts that they were in love like the the perfect couple always posting always kissing like everything in all their their posts like and then i would hang out with them in person and they'd like barely be able to have a conversation with each other and yeah it's like, it, a lot of people will dictate what they think that their like relationships health their happiness is based off of like how people perceive them in social media which i think can cause a lot of problems so it's so cool that you've been able to kind of steer away from that and, and be conscious of it because I, I think a lot of people kind of fall into that yeah, yeah I know. that's pretty cool so uh and then going off that kind of same idea now you like i see like a ton of people were like hannah start a youtube channel and then you obviously <laughs> have a tiktok like i really like your tiktok like you're, oh my gosh like, you're good. Like, uh what is that something you ever thought you would be doing or is it just something that kind of like the nature of the beast that sort of like manifested itself through what you're doing like you've become almost you have fan pages like you know what i mean like you're working with people <laughs> who have these things and now you're like you yourself are becoming a sort of like influencer entertainer is that something you've kind of want to do or something you just thought was cool and then it's just been slowly building like that's yeah awesome it's so crazy. Like, it's one of those things where I was like, oh, obviously, like, it'd be so fun because, like, that's my dream. Like, I've, I've talked to Corey about it. Like, it'd be my dream to just be able to, like, travel the world and, like, be able to have so much fun and, like, be, have a flexible schedule. And, yeah. like, because we both love storytelling. So, like, to be able to travel the world and film it and, like, yeah. show people, like, I that'd be a dream of mine. For sure. And so, it's like, I'm the thing that's cool, though, is, like, I, I don't, like, push my social media. I don't, like, try to promote it or, like, work. I just do it for fun. Like, yeah. every TikTok I make, it's because it's, like, fun for me. Like, I, yeah. I'm – You know what I mean? And it's, uh -huh. like, it's like what do I do? Like, rather than, like, scrolling through Instagram, I'd rather have fun, like, making a TikTok or, like, learning sure. something, you know? So, it's yeah. almost, like, more productive than, like – For sure. Yeah. It's a fun way to self-express yourself too. Like I, I, I never wanted to make TikToks or anything, but it's like a fun way to like me to just because I, if I enjoy like comedy, fun way to make help me like uh, express myself to make some funny like fart joke or something online. Just like make no, literally, laugh. yeah, 
And so then, I don't know, I just, like, I kept really consistent with it. And, like, what's been awesome is, like, people have been responding really well to it. And now it's been really cool because, like, some of my, like, fan pages or, like, people who comment a lot, like, I get to be, I, like, follow them back or, like, comment back to them a lot. Like, I really enjoy just, like, the social interaction with people and, like, any fans or, like, friends who have social media. So, like, that's why it's really fun for me. And then I'd say, like, YouTube, I don't know. Down the line, I love it, but a lot of people don't realize how much work and time and effort. I would never want to do a YouTube channel. Yeah. It's insane. No, literally, filming alone takes forever, but then, like, if you're editing your own video, that's oh. And to get Even a good coming up with thumbnails? concepts, oh, thumbnails, thumbnails. Oh, yeah, it takes forever. But so maybe down the line, I'll just start like surprising people. Family with... channel. <laughs> OMG. <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> Y'all, yeah. that'd be wild. Yeah, that'd but, be cool. Uh, but it's something that just naturally progressed, not something that you have. Yeah. A huge desire to do. Yeah, I get you. Yeah, and actually, I'm I'm like this is like future. I haven't I it's like very in the beginning stages, but I'm working on like starting a small side business. I was so, gonna just ask you about that. Like, oh really? I remember, like do the, the the boutique, right? Your own boutique, like so. Yeah. So obviously, so you love what you're doing right now. It's amazing. It's incredible. You're pushing boundaries. You're doing incredible things. But you still, I was gonna ask. I know you still have that love for fashion and your own business minded sense. Where are you taking that? to now with with the boutique and everything yeah so basically like i have all this background education on like fashion and i've had so much experience in that and like starting businesses just in my family so like i've seen like my grandparents do it and my dad do it and like so it's always been something i've been like super intrigued about yeah so like i obviously love what i'm doing right now like working with the boys and like being able to film like it's so amazing but I feel like I'm still, like, not tapping into, like, these other, like, talents and interests I have. So, like, yeah. that's kind of why I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, I'm I feel so you. excited. That's why I started doing this show. I got my degree in broadcast journalism. And I was like, I've always wanted to do some kind of talk show, like, like thing for even what I studied. And it's cool to be able to apply what you knew before, even if it's not what you're working in now, to just kind of sharpen the skills. Yeah, which is freaking awesome what you're doing. It's so fun. So, that, so, then, so then this inspired, like, what you're doing right now with the boutique? Yeah, so okay. it's beginning stages, but, like, I'm hoping with that it'll kind of be another way of, like, kind of expressing on social media and yeah. getting like, the door on, like, I don't want to say, like, more creative side of, of social media, but, like, the fashion social media is a bit different from, like, the Funk bro style content. So, like, being able to kind of tap into, like, that side of social media, again, I'm really excited about. For sure. Have you, have you, have you had any like, uh, conversations or inspirations from Rydell at all? Cause I know she does like certain things like that. Yeah. I mean, oh, we cool. very baby conversation about mm -hmm. it, but she's amazing. Like yeah. she's the one I look up to with like her boutique she runs and like For she's sure. got like, literal empire she's running. It's, yeah. Like, so, so, so what, what, what goes on in those first kind of stages? You just have to kind of establish your own business and kind of put, 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 uh, your, your stuff out there. Yeah, it's a it's a lot of right now. It's a lot of behind the scenes work. So like, designing a logo, like finalizing a name, getting all the website ready, and like all the social handles, and nice. then it's the legal side. So like, getting like all the business license you need and whatever, and then the fun part starts where it's like shopping and like finding yeah. kind of like finding like your brand style. So like, I'm really excited to like 
start going like for sure. popping the fashion district in downtown LA stuff yeah. so like, I'm excited to kind of start doing that and and so cool. to it and then like I'm stoked because like now everyone that I kind of like get able to be excuse me who I'm able to like interact with on social media will I'll be able to like kind of hopefully pour into them like through this brand awesome. yeah so, and then you'll, you'll be able to establish your own sort of independence, right? Because I know a lot of the, the great things you do right now, it's involved with other people, but you can kind of have something for yourself. Yeah. And like, for me, I, I have like a huge background. Like I told you about this, but like a huge background in missions. And like, yeah, I wanted to ask you about this. Yeah. Like working with people, like I have so much heart for people. And so being able to start something like this, I'm hoping it's just like the beginning of kind of, tapping into working with people more and like not only just like people locally but like i'm hoping this will be something globally that i'll yeah because i know like a, a big goal and vision for this as well not only for your own success is to be on like a humanitarian aspect yeah well. like uh like what, what what's kind of the inspiration for that and like the big dreams in, in that aspect yeah i mean i'd say like obviously starting small i'd love to do something like giving like profits back to certain smaller organizations or like just working hand in hand with nonprofits, like through what I'm like my little business, I'm going to start Yeah. But down the road. I would literally love to like have my business, like turn into that where like, if you guys are buying products now, like it's not just like you're have like wearing a piece of clothing, like you're impacting someone's life through that. Mm -hmm. you know so like that would be my dream is like to be able to start like a clothing business down but now but down the line have it be like the clothes is like allowing someone to like learn these like amazing skills on how to sew and then it's like getting them in a better financial position so that they can like support their family and like all these things so i don't know that's just like that's so cool. my long-term vision down the road yeah that's amazing and there's a lot more stuff we could tap into that which we'll have to get into next time for sure because there's I more know. Into the humanitarian aspect but i do want to uh answer some of the fan questions i've been leaving them Bless going me. for a while um a lot of people are saying something about glowing waves what's that do you know what that is what was it oh glowing waves oh my yeah. god saying that. <laughs> what is that that's so funny I, I i'm confused i don't know this is this cryptic uh information these are probably like super fans, like the amazing people. Okay. But like, did you ever see the glowing waves in California? Like, it was probably, I think it was in like March or April. Yeah, like the bioluminescence. Yeah, the bioluminescence. Yeah, yeah, I went surfing in those. Oh, it's so cool. It's literally amazing. the coolest thing I've ever seen in my whole entire life. But uh, that's like where Corey and I went to go see the bioluminescent lights like uh, multiple times. Uh -huh. and, and so I can't remember. I think Corey's no Corey posted this in his YouTube video that's probably why people said it but um that was like where our first kiss was like was in the oh, bio wow yeah so I was at first I was like how does everyone know that and then I was like Corey posted a YouTube video of us talking about that but <laughs> wow that wow that's cool so that is a super fan question yeah that that's awesome wow what a good first kiss story I know. No, literally, it felt like a freaking movie. I can't remember it, but, like, when we first started talking, there was, like, so many things that happened that were, like, what the heck? This is, like, very romantic, and we didn't even plan it. Like, it just wow. was... Wow. Well, it was, like... Yeah, it was, like, almost... Meant like, to... to happen. Yeah. 
How, okay, how about this one? I don't know if it's real or not, but Isabel Ferrante. How did you meet Chrissy Teigen? Did you actually meet her? Yeah, I met Wow. Chrissy. That's so cool. People are freaking amazing. I, I forget I even do this stuff. <laughs> you get, um, okay, so this also was when I was in school. When I was in school, just because I was in that social media program, I got to meet like so many influencers and, mm -hmm. and celebrities. So uh, there was, I forget what it was, but there was some like beauty. It wasn't like beauty con. It was like a mini like Christmas version of it. But Chrissy Teigen was there as, like, one of, like, the hosts. Yeah. And so, um, like, my group was able to meet her just because she was there at the same, like, conference as before. So she's super sweet, literally so flamboyant. Wow. And, like, exactly how you would expect her to be. That's cool. Yeah. So just but one of the many people you got to meet. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. She, like, I wasn't even, like, obviously I have, like, a list of people I'd be, like, really excited to meet. And, like, yeah. she actually wasn't even on the list but then when I saw her there I was like oh my gosh that's so cool like what the heck <laughs> that is super cool like all the people that you've gotten to meet throughout the the years especially yeah. being at the school and, and, and toward now as well it's like I know oh it's amazing and like so cool. it's cool just being surrounded by these people like Chrissy was there I forget she was promoting one of her um it was like some cookbook or something. I forget what it was. And it was like right when John Legend had released his latest Christmas album. I think oh, it was okay. like last year, maybe. Um, but it was like really cool to be surrounded by that. Like seeing her so successful. Like it's it's really inspiring um, yeah. almost, you know, like she's like in a gorgeous dress, like standing up front, like talking and like hosting. And I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah. I can see myself doing that. Oh like, yeah, for you sure. Know what I, I was mean? just going to so say like, like Everyone's going to be thinking about that of you one day, which will be really cool. I don't know. So. But, yeah. So, so then that'll be, that ties into like my final thing I wanted to ask you, um, going into inspirations, like inspiring people, like you being in those shoes, let's say there's a girl in Nebraska and she has dreams of moving out to LA and you know, she is in the same situation as you girl or guy and they have like these big dreams what they want to do what's the advice you want to give them to go out and chase their dreams and get it done and accomplish everything that they desire like uh with no limits yeah oh my gosh I love this question um I actually get this question a lot just because there's like a lot of people like I'd say a lot of people relate with my story and like where I come from than not just For because sure. there are so many people in the midwest or like maybe not even the midwest like anywhere around the world who like feel stuck in their home I think that's like a very relatable thing um but like my advice to them everyone asks me like how I got where I am but like it's all like there are so many puzzle pieces that were perfectly put together to get to where I am but it's like you need to like work so hard and like jump at every opportunity and like create opportunity for yourself like I was like in high school like starting stuff like I started a fashion club at my school we got on Good Morning America because like I started this fashion oh, wow. like I I brought like I don't know if anyone on here would know but Ashley Graham's like a huge um, model plus size model from Nebraska but she like has hosted America's Next Top Model like she's been like on all the award shows hosting now like she's amazing she's been like cover model for swimsuit for um sports illustrated like she's done it all and like i got her to come speak at my fashion club just like through reaching out to people and like really like 
going. But like, if I would have just like sat on my couch and be, been like, I wish I could do this, like mm. that gotten me anywhere. But like the fact that I actually like stood up, went and talked to people, like made phone calls, like was working late at night to like make these opportunities come, like that's what got me to where I was, rather than just like sitting here like talking about it, you know? Amazing. I'm screaming. <laughs> I'm dead. Wow. You guys heard it first. Well, who is more inspirational than Hannah? I have no idea. Listen to this. Well, I appreciate you coming on so much. Thank you for giving me your time, Hannah. This was amazing. Um, always so nice, nice for us to be able to work together and continue to grow in our friendship. And it's cool that everyone got to hear all your sweet stories. I know I learned so much about you and like so many things I never learned. So this was so much fun. Thanks for doing this. Of course. Thanks for having me. Of course. I will see you at work tomorrow. <laughs> oh, my gosh. We love it. It'll be fun. All right, Hannah. I can't thank you enough. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful night, everybody. Say goodbye to Hannah. Bye, guys. I love you. And we'll see her next time. Probably we'll get in more depth to certain things. So stay tuned. Make sure you follow Hannah. Make sure you guys keep up with what's going on with her boutique, her TikTok, everything. She's always doing amazing things. Hannah, we'll see you later. Bye, Bobby. Bye-bye. Toodles. Woo. Dude. Wow, you guys, what an easy episode for me. Hannah is just so interesting and so easy to talk to. I didn't have to do anything. I could just put a dummy of myself in the chair like this. You know, don't even have to do anything, you guys. But thank you guys for sticking in here. We had a lot of people watching. Hope you guys enjoyed this. Hannah was highly, highly requested. So I got it done for you guys. If you guys want certain people to come on this show. I've been meeting a lot of interesting people and that's why I did this show because it's so much fun to talk to them. So DM me, comment on this video, who you want to see next. And I'll get them in for you guys. Uh, referring to the beginning, I put my Venmo up here if you guys would like to donate at Bobby Ulrich. Uh, some people have been asking how they could donate to my show. I didn't even think people would want to. Like, I didn't even know people watched this. I thought it was just my mom, my grandma, and my uh, pet parakeet. But I guess certain people want to want to uh, watch and uh, support the show. So if you guys uh, want to, feel free to donate. You don't have to. I, I don't really care. I, I basically talk to you guys anyway. But I will uh, shout you out in the next live stream and uh, give you a DM. Maybe I'll start following people. Maybe I'll do um, Venmo uh, d donations for uh, little chats at the end. Who knows? We'll make something fun out of it. So it'll be really cool. All you guys are awesome. I see a lot of Rydell's. Maybe Rydell will come on. Maybe it's already in the works. Oh, so make sure you follow. Stay tuned, and I will see you all later. You're all beautiful. I love you.